If somebody watches my podcast, they're gonna know who I'm voting for. Well, if somebody watches a podcast, they're gonna sit there. But how odd that you can't just say it. But you could shoot a movie about 1975 there and not have to change a thing. <laughs> Call Quentin Tarantino. Hey, man. How you doing? Hey. How you doing? Oh, man. You sound Italian. Yes. You're not. Apparently, according to Ancestry, I am 18%. Is that right? I had no idea, yeah. Well, you had your thing done, like 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 23andMe thing? No, so lady comes to I had that done for my dog. What's that? You know, they find, they, you know, the DNA. And then right, they, they, right. You know, you I know mean, now we, these people freak out, like, don't do it because they're trying to investigate <laughs> and learn more things about it. No, this girl comes over to the house, and I'm half Armenian, half Assyrian. She says, you ought to do an ancestry to see if you have any other, you know, nationalities or roots. Wait, you say Assyrian? Assyrian, like Aramaic Assyrian. Well, because the Assyrian Empire is long over. It is. Right. So I, there's I, I, seven of us but, left. But the, but the Assyrians became Iraqis. The mm-hmm. Assyrians became Syrians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hence the name. Yeah. <laughs> Coincidence. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, a, it's a rich history. Anyways, I'm, you, you, you Oh, know, I love that history and that part of the world. You know, I mean, that's where, that's first history. That's, I mean, the first thing that's not prehistory really is that part of the world, is Mesopotamia. And that's where a lot of, you know, these guys, the, a lot of things came from them. Capitalism, a bunch of, you know, well, every, calendar, well, everything. Every, everything yeah. came yeah. from antiquity. But, I mean, civilization started along four rivers. The, the uh, Tigris-Euphrates, mm-hmm. the Nile, the Yellow River, and the Indus. The, you know, Ganges. Ganges? But, but were you always into history, like even in high school? Was it a <laughs> no. later on thing? No, for I'm you, into or? rivers. <laughs> but you like history. I'm said. only into how rivers affect history. Okay. But ris- rivers do affect history. I mean, obviously, people always, you can almost never name a city that doesn't have a river that's the middle of it, right? Even LA has a river. There's no water in it. Yeah. But we have a river. <laughs> we have a river. And it's been a lot of movies. Yes, it has. Chinatown. Yes. That famous scene where he takes the knife and, oh, with like nosy fellows. Yes. That was pretty. You're a movie fan? So, Bill, what, this, this is like Disneyland here. From Disneyland, the outside, you I, look at it, you're thinking it's a small little place. And then you come in, uh, you're like, holy moly. Um, well, good. I'm glad. I know you're a rich guy, so if it impresses you, I must have been doing something right. Yeah, no, I mean, um, this is fantastic. This, to me, is the favorite part of the whole setup, though, because it's not attached to where I live. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, it's too filthy for that. But for guests, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, like I just had a birthday. Yeah. I just had a birthday party. I heard. And, and I was couldn't here. believe your age, by I would always, oh, oh. <laughs> I, hope, I hope hope you mean that in the right no, direction. No, no, I'm telling you, I, I was talking to Chris, and Chris told me the whole story about how he, 1989, the way you guys met, that story's a classic story with you and Chris. Really remind me, I forgot. Well, he said he <laughs> no, came, you know yeah. the story. Yeah. Yeah. But then he told me, I said, yes. how, how? so he had a birthday Saturday, because there are balloons in the other room, and I met your engineer, and I said, how old is he? He told me the age, I couldn't believe it, I thought you were much younger than that. Thanks, man. I ought all to clean liquor. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, you know, it's funny. I had dinner. This will impress you. I had dinner with uh, dinner. <laughs> it was four four thirty. Okay, but 
dinner's dinner, uh, with uh, Warren Buffett today. This no, no. thinking <laughs> you're coming here no, from Warren no, Buffett. No, no, definitely not today. No, it was back in October. I it was I was on I was doing what I do, which on the weekends, which is tell jokes to strangers. So. I was coming to Omaha, mm-hmm. and I get this call, you know, a couple of weeks before there, Warren, uh, you know, the, and he just like, it could not have been nicer. He was like, I will go anywhere in Omaha to meet you. Yeah, I was thrilled that was he was it? such a big fan. Oh, great. We met at a, <laughs> this like place. I'm sure he goes, they look like, it. of course, he's Warren Buffett in Omaha. It's, you know, it's it's. He's walking around like, you know, the Beatles God, in 1963, yeah. I'm sure. So, uh, you know, we just, he could not have been greater. And like, but he's like 93 or something. Mm-hmm. And the, he does not betray that at all as far as like the way he speaks, the way he engages, the way, you know. People like, this is the problem we were having right now with Trump and, and Biden. Trump, of course, is even more demented and full of dementia that and but they're around the same. But Biden wears it horribly. He he shuffles and he looks fucking old as dirt. You, and you said Trump, Trump is more dementia than Biden. Yes, you didn't just say that. You said the Trump. Oh, you like Trump more than Biden? No, no, I mean, you can. In the area of dementia, there's a lot of things you could say. Did you really? Did you see what Trump said this weekend? Yeah, the whole thing about Nancy Pelosi yeah, he, and Nikki Haley, and, right? And then he, you know, somehow, some way. Everybody from the media comes on and says, no, 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 that wasn't Nikki Haley who shut down and controlled security. It was Nancy, you know, Pelosi. But to say dementia between the two, I mean, like, look, you know, Biden, you listen to 100 speeches, you know, you can't even, you know, he can't even go through his speeches. Yeah, you know, th- this uh, whole subject, I feel like, is kind of the red herring of the election. It, it never engages me that much because, like, I know who Biden is. And I know who Trump is. We've both, we've both seen them a lot. And yeah, they're both not at their life's peak for them. And it's sort of baked in. And I don't think, does it really make me think that it's affecting how Biden makes decisions and runs the country? No, it's not. He doesn't look good running for president. He doesn't look good you know, publicly as president. That's not the important part of being president. The important part of being president is the decisions you make in small rooms where there aren't people around to look at you stutter and where you're not as nervous and where you don't have to make a speech. You can just listen to advisors and use your wisdom. That's the key part of being president. you think he does that? Biden, yes, absolutely. You really believe he does that? What do you mean? You so, really so, believe like so, like it's so, like it's like a, like I I'm a cannibal. Yes, I yes people really believe it. Like half the country thinks he's done a pretty good job. Get, being fair, giving like what you're dealt with as president and then where we are. Really, what what is so like hard to believe? Excuse me, about I think Biden did a good job because what the economy went in the toilet uh, because we're like losing a lot of our own troops overseas. No, things are fucking good. You think things are good? Oh, Jesus. So, you know, it, Bill, it, that's the part What are you where, worth? Uh, what am I worth? Yeah. I was worth plenty before Biden. Biden didn't do the money well, for What are you worth man. now? Ballpark. A few million dollars. A few hundred million dollars. Yeah. But you're bitching things aren't oh, good. Oh, I'm not bitching. This, I'm not, you said I, things aren't good. Well, no, no. I'm not sitting here for me. My life's going to be good no matter who the president is. I'm not sitting here worried about 
uh, my life. I don't think you're going to, I think you were fine under Trump. I think you're going to be fine under Bush. I think you're going to be fine under Obama. I think you're going to be fine no matter who. So it's, there's going to be a percentage yes. of people, no matter who is president, oh, I take they're going to be fine. I take your point. Yeah. The rich always, yes. I, th- I think the, the those well. who bring value to the market and they have a niche, they're always going to do well. That's That's evergreen, right? But at the same time, you know, when you, so what was your niche that brought you that? The money? Well, you said when you have a niche, and I know, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. That's the genius of the businessmen, like figuring out what the crowd's going to buy, sometimes even before they know they want it, like the iPhone. Yeah. yeah. You don't even know you want it, but once I show it to you, you're going to want it. Because yeah. it's all about me. So what is it that you created that yeah, so people want? So I, I get out of the military. When I get out of the military, I start working. I'm working Stanley Dean Wood. Our military. U.S. Army, 101st no, Airborne. Kidding. Yes, not the Iranian military. I was a spy. <laughs> not, you're not working for the Assyrians, no, are you? No, but I will oh, tell you, one time I was when an When that al- empire strikes I, with those big Well, I mean, if we had an catapults. empire, I mean, our empire fell a long time ago, 2,000 yes, plus years ago. But Akkadian Empire also back then, and the Hittites. Let's never, never forget yeah. about the Hittites. Yeah. So anyways, I'm in Alabama one time when I'm in the Army. I go to this place, <laughs> Waffle House, and... You know, I have a big nose, Middle Eastern nose. We're gifted. You and I no, were gifted, No bigger right? than mine. Yeah. Well, we're, hey, we're no, gifted. I think it's say, fine. It fits yeah. your face perfectly. I love it. I'm okay with it yeah. at this point. But I'm at Alabama. I'm bald. And Army uniform. You know, we go to Waffle House, and, and the lady looks at me and says, you know, why are you wearing our uniform? I said, because I'm in your military. She says, but where are you from? I've never seen somebody look like you. Really? I said, I'm from Iran. Wow. I said, you've never met an Iranian before? She said, I've never met an Iranian before. Hmm. She says, what are you doing in our military? I said, can I trust you? Of course you can trust me. I said, I'm a spy. <laughs> Everything I'm learning to take back to Iran. Why, why do you think I would join the army? No, but there was a lot of people in the army that were worried the fact that an Iranian is in the U.S. military. No, I get out of the army. I want to be a bodybuilder. My dream was I was going to follow Arnold's footsteps, go on Hollywood, marry Kennedy, and then, you know, run wow. for office and stuff like that. And then, and then on Tuesday... Yeah, and then on Tuesday, I meet a girl named Janvier who works at Morgan Stanley. I go to Morgan Stanley, Dean Witter. I start working there. I get my Series 7, you know, 66, 31. So all the licenses. And then so I stay in So you were like a Wall Street, Street superstar? No, from there I left to insurance, World Financial and Transamerica. And in October mm. of 99, I started my own insurance company. I grew to an insurance company. An insurance company. Why did you think the dough was there? I mean, obviously, it's a good business because... People like to uh, yeah. be assured. I think it's uh, it's. You could have called it Assyrian assurance. You, would you have trusted? Could you have? Could I have sold you a policy? Yeah, but that other lady probably no. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but you yeah. know, so, sometimes that. I mean, first of all, it's very easy, and of course, the woke love to posture, so they yeah. would be like appalled, and there was something appalling about her asking you that question. There's also something just. Fairly, I wouldn't say innocent, but she's not trying to be a dick. Of course she's not. Right. Yeah. She literally is, it just doesn't compute because yeah. of, because she's only been surrounded by Americans. Like, yeah, why would we? Like, it is a little counterintuitive, put it that way, to someone maybe in her place in life and where she grew up, how she grew up, what she saw. There is something counterintuitive. To, now, to can say- I see your papers, please? Yeah, can I see your papers, please? <laughs> can no. I see your birth certificate? Yeah, I mean, listen, we were just having a conversation earlier during lunch, you know. I did why uh, the Iranians uh, love me. No, no, you know what the conversation when was about? When I walked about? down the street in Westwood, yeah. mobbed. You were? No, I'm not mobbed, but I, do, I, I feel like 
they, the, the, these are the people who come up to me and go be like, please keep saying what you say about Islam because that's why I'm here. I, I, I wanted to leave that stuff. You know, having to wear the how much heat cover you get your for face. that? How much heat you get you for? You know that, that. Well, that issue has been very. I mean, there was a lot of heat. Of course, that's a very hot issue. But I mean, as a, as an issue, yeah. Um, now with the Israeli war going on right now, um, that brought it back. But st- it's still not. <clears throat> people still don't really uh, zone in on the. Islam of it all in that conflict, mm-hmm. the way they did after 9-11. So after 9-11, and I had a book about it that was out, and it was, I got fired for a comment about 9-11. You know, that's when it was like, for, the, for that first decade of Bush going into a, that's when that issue was ascendant. Now, it just doesn't, it just hasn't come up a lot, but it could now with the Israeli thing. So, so when you're in, when you're out there, people are not stopping you and pissed off at you or your positions you've Almost, taken and things ama- you say. It's amazing that, even though I realize that millions <laughs> do not like me, uh, or the things I say, uh, I, first of all, I don't care because millions do. Um, so fuck the ones who don't. There, um, but um, the people who don't like you never come up to you. I know they're out there. Uh, but I, I never really even see a dirty look. I just think you're, it's like, eh, you know, I think out here in Hollywood and Washington and New York, the chattering classes, I think people yak about this kind of little bullshit much more than they do in the middle of the country. Because I, you know, for, for me, okay, somebody maybe on a different political side, maybe stands, has, says a position, I can see them being like, okay, I understand why you would believe that. But for someone like you, when you had the one show with, uh, who was it, Sam Harris and uh, Ben, ben who was sitting to your right, and that's the main clip that, you know, a lot of, okay, you know, but that's not right, Ben, you're not right. 75%, 25%, but what are you? Are you the guy that knows everything about Islamic? Sam Harris says, yeah, this is actually what I study in that whole exchange, right? We've all seen that. But then Salman Rushdie, what happens with that? And you know, I know you've been friends with them and Very satanic verses and the Love, book and what yes. Khomeini did, you know, fatwa and all that stuff. And then nobody today, like nobody like him, Sal. Salman Rushdie. In what way? Oh, just such a great guy. You know, just a true intellectual who you can go to the ball game with. <laughs> you know. It's just funny. Personality. And, yes. Fun. And, and open. Yeah. And, you know, he's just, you know, he's He's the best version of what you think. So the last guy how, who... How much are you talking? How much have you been recently talking about Israel, Hamas? Are you talking about that a lot on the show and the podcast or no? Have you not ever seen my show? I watch your... I watch not, not this one, but I watch your show with HBO a lot. And the well, clips... You, you couldn't have watched it recently because that's all we've been talking well, then about. If that, that's why I'm asking you the question at the beginning. If yeah. I'm watching this, this stuff that I'm asking at the beginning... You don't get a lot of attention out there when you go out there. People don't, Muslims don't come up to you and people don't come up to you upset with your position that you're taking. Well, I just said to you, Muslims, like at least the Iranian people, I think this is, yeah, it's happened with other people who are Muslim but not Iranian, have said to me, but I think it's mostly the, the, the women with the, you know, like I came in here, I came to this country to get away from that. So it's good that someone, someone who's considered a liberal is being clear-eyed about Islam. It's not like other religions, like in the sense that it's more fundamentalist. It's it's much more where Christianity was 500 years ago. 
where the the Pope was very important and people followed what he said and, um, you know, just if you really believe something, it's frightening when that thing that you believe is death is okay. You know, as they, one of the Israeli generals said about Hamas, you know, you can't scare them because they want to die or they think that's good. Martyrdom is a very hard thing to fight. Um, do, do you, are you ever surprised at the number of... Uh, you don't student- agree with that? Well, no, listen, we had uh, 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 Basim Yosefan uh, uh, last week, and uh, uh, the amount of heat that that brings, I had uh, uh, two Muslims on the podcast and two Christians debating the views, and it was, again, the level of heat and messaging. It almost seems like... That sounds to me like it must have been a lot of cross-yelling, like yelling yeah, while you... I would say I would say 30% of it was. But I would say 70% of it was actually very interesting and revealing because as the debate's going back and forth. I can't get through the yelling, though. No. no, I understand that. I, I, my old show, Politically Incorrect, was four people, and occasionally that would happen, but not often. But I've been in those kind of situations where they're just, oof, you know, they're just, you can't hear what people are saying because it's just a contest of who can, like, not stop talking. If I stop talking, the debates that they, the candidates have, that's all it is. It's like people aren't listening to the ideas. It's just like if I talk, and especially when there's like eight of them, mm-hmm. you know, it's like I have to show I'm strong by not stopping talking first. Because if I stop talking first, this guy will yeah. be. Do you like the format? Do you like our current format, the way we have it with debates? Oh, they're ridiculous. I mean, they're not debates. They're, they're, they give a, you know, it's a, you've seen them. It's just, it's uh, uh, at the beginning, especially, it's very much like, uh, you know, reality TV, where there's a, a bigger field at the beginning and you kind of weed out the true losers. But uh, at the beginning, to get attention, it's a lot of, you know, coming up with the zinger or some sort of gotcha thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe Biden was for busing or against it or whatever it was back then and why. Who, it's just sh- stupid shit, performative. And then, you know, I mean, the people make their choices and I don't think they really make them on the ideas or what the candidate is saying because I don't think they think government can really accomplish what it says it's going to do anyway. So they're using that kind of discussion of the issues as just a barometer to see, oh, does the guy look like he can lie to us, which he's going to do, but also do the right thing. You know, can he thread that needle like Obama did and all the really good politicians, Reagan and Clinton, you know, can he, can he like generally keep the shit to shoe level and make good decisions and yeah, I don't like everything, but, and I mean, Jesus, these two guys. But back to the original, no, Biden's not done a bad job. Why do you think he has? What's so awful? So when Trump was becoming a 2016, when he was going to be president, everybody said World War III is going to get started. Do you trust him with the nuclear button? What if he starts this? What if he starts that? Everybody's like, oh, my God, into the world. War is coming. Everybody was worried about it. This guy's going to be a dictator. That's all mainstream media ever talked about. 
Um, then he's president two and a half years, nothing. COVID then happens, of course, things change. It was a surprise to everybody. Zero war, zero issues, ISIS disappears, temperature for war is down, economy's doing well, everybody's happy. COVID happens, rather than choosing to, you know, put the onus and the responsibility on China, what do we do? We put it on Trump, Trump's the enemy. Then America gets more and more and more divided. When 9-11 happened, we didn't say it's Bush's fault. We said 9-11, except for Michael Moore. When 9-11 happened, we didn't say it's Bush's fault. 9-11 happened, we said, the enemy's out, America united. So I think we had an opportunity to be united during COVID. I think we missed the mark by picking on that guy. And then it was, you're a Democrat, you're a Republican, I'm supposed to hate you. And then there was division. Then uh, Biden gets elected, and I was like, this guy's gonna be the president of peace. Really? Yeah, okay, cool, let's see. He's gonna be the one that's gonna bring peace. Shambles with Afghanistan. Then you got Ukraine and Russia. Then you got Israel and Hamas. Well, you know, okay, I get it. You're on the red team. I'm not. I don't have a team so like. It's not this. about the red team. It really is because it's like it's so easy to like pick apart every, Afghanistan. I feel like that's such a bullshit one. Yeah, did they did they stick the landing? No, they didn't. They did not stick the landing on Afghanistan. I'm I'm not a million percent sure that it would have gone differently. However, who, however they did it, whoever did it. But no, probably somebody could have done it in a more efficient way. Um, what I know is he was the one who had the guts to do it, which needed to be done. Nobody else would rip off the Band-Aid. But it just in general, these, these sort of like- Trump was gonna do it in May and he, he was gonna do it in a different way. Uh, you know, so, so let me, maybe let me ask a question well, a different way with you. Okay, what? but you know, this rosy picture of Trump that you paint, I, I, like again, I don't know why it has to be so, red team, blue team, I'll give you that the worst things that could have happened under Trump did not. You're right. He did not uh, nuke a, a hurricane as he once proposed or thought about. That alone should be scary enough that he considered it. it there are good people around him. I'm glad there's good people around him who will convince him that you can't nuke a hurricane. But that is the kind of stable genius you think was a good president or you want back there, you, that doesn't keep you up at night. Um, so like, did he do that? No, doesn't mean he wouldn't in the future. He's insane in a lot of ways, truly insane. And um, he, yes, the economy, not a, not a hard thing to do if you do that kind of Republican, you know, tax slashing of the richest, it does put a lot of money in society. Of course, they get most of it back. But but Biden's the one who had the harder job, which was making sure the economy didn't crash after the pandemic, which I thought it would. I said, how can you spend $6 trillion, more than we spent on World War II, in just a couple of years and soft landing? I mean, nope. You know, I could give you the stats, but it's if, if Trump if this if Trump was president, you don't think he would be bragging about this economy? You don't think he would be bragging about those numbers? It, it, it's interesting. You the stock say, market, the unemployment say, level, inflation going yeah. down. You, no, I think. Listen, I think isn't it, that all true? I think. I think. Uh, uh, well, you're such you, a politician. You can't just answer the question. No, I, I, I actually, I think your voice became so big the last three years. 
And I think you've gotten so many things on that you you have a massive Republican and conservative and libertarian listeners. I massive. know. Because, right, you're right. Why do you think, though? Why, why do you think that is? Uh, because I call out the left on their bullshit. Which, which bullshit? The left? No, I know, but what part of the bullshit? I agree. Oh. So, you know, the whole thing you said by the next 20 what? years, we're all going to be gay. That one thing they did that went by, that was phenomenal, <laughs> yes. right? You, you gave out stats. It was data-driven, 0.07% well, traditional, I mean, all that this stuff. A, that was a joke at the beginning of it. But, but, you, but, you no, said, but no, of course, I understand what you're talking about. It was, a, it was about the trendiness that there isn't. Uh, you're asking me why they like me. I'll tell you why. Because take an issue like that. Uh, there is a sensible... Uh, answer there yeah. that is not what either side is saying, which is that trans is, of course, a real thing. Uh, some people are just born and they feel like not like the the body they have, put it that way. And that's a real thing. And they should be allowed to enjoy a great life with no judgment and support and sometimes actual surgery, if that's your choice. I'm a libertarian. Do what you want with your body as long as it doesn't hurt somebody else. And there's an element now that is also trendy. Both things are true. But of course, you know, if you say that, you don't have a team. And I don't want either one of those fucking teams. That's no, why I'm, they... I'm, but by the way, so, so libertarian... But that's the truth. It's somewhat trendy. Yeah. Kids are just doing it sometimes because the ugh, grossest thing to be would yeah. be anything hetero or I, I cis. Think, I think it's weird. I think it's very weird. So, so that's one. So you brought, you brought that up and that got a lot of parents left, right, middle. doesn't matter where you are who have kids. They're like, look, I just want my kids to be good. I'm not trying to celebrate and force my kids and say, thank God I got a gay kid. I'm so happy. If the kid is gay, he's gay. Not the celebrating the fact that he is gay. Let me help you become even more gay than you are. It's a little weird. I mean, I've seen Since, gay people hung from cranes in Iran. Yeah, I lived there 10 years. I'm, I'm saying. I know. The biggest comedian, they killed him. They cut his dangle and got put it in his mouth. Is that right? Yeah, in, in Germany at a hotel. But so so, so, so let, let me go back to They so, cut his dick off and, and put, put it in his mouth. That's such a mob thing to do. That is. And you know who did that? The same people a lot of these guys support with Hamas and the Iran-funded, the, you know, militias that's being created. They did that to that comedian. There's a, there's a lot of vicious things that happened during that. But I want to stay on this topic with you. I'm curious. Because I think you were one of the most necessary voices the last three years. And I said this in a video earlier. Well, we thanks. talk about it on the podcast all the time. I put you in the camp of you, Rogan. It's like 10 names that I put up. Super necessary because you're not supposed to have the positions that you have. Then you said you sat with Seth MacFarlane. Phenomenal conversation. The one that you had. I watched that one. Then you had Jimmy Kimmel on. I love the fact that he came on the podcast. I applaud him that he came on, and he actually sounded reasonable when you guys were talking. And the COVID vaccine position you took, and you you said you took one for the camp. You took one for the team, right? Took one for the team. Right. So you took one. For, so you didn't want to take it for the team. I mean, but, that's a little being a little more charitable than I deserve. I did take one for the team, right. but I also did it be, for myself because if I hadn't have done it, I just could not have lived my life. They wouldn't have let me within 20 feet of the building that Do I worked. Do you think that's okay? No, I don't. Yeah, but that's the position. No, I of... don't. I resent it yeah. to this day. Um, but I also, again, believe in some level of compromise. And that was mine. 
Club Random is brought to you by the audio marketing gurus at Radioactive Media. It's February, the month that represents romance, when people make or renew their vows, indulge in proposals, and do a bunch of crazy shit all in the name of love. I always say that love is easy, but like is hard. If you love your business and like making money, then do something different that will enlarge your sales and acquire new customers by partnering with shows like mine. You'll love the lower CPMs, elevating your brand in a space away from your competition. And you'll be in deep like, generating up to nine times more leads by combining the power of audio and video channels with text messaging and generate an ROI as high as five, six, or seven to one. The best way to achieve these goals is through the team at Radioactive Media. They're like Cupid, a fat baby with a tiny dick. <laughs> I mean, right on target. They work nationally on podcasts, terrestrial, satellite, and radio. Club Random has been partnering with Radioactive Media since the beginning, and they can create a customizable campaign for your company's needs. Radioactive believes so much in the power of audio marketing, they put their money where their mouths are by advertising on my show right here, right now. Radioactive Media has an exclusive deal to promote your product or service on Club Random with me and save up to 50%. Just lock in your first campaign this year. To find out all the details and receive a few good Club Random goodies thrown in, contact Radioactive Media. Go to RadioactiveMedia.com or text the word RANDOM to 511-511. Discover how audio marketing can surpass your current strategies with new and innovative ways that sound better. Go to RadioactiveMedia.com or text RANDOM to 511-511. Text RANDOM to 511-511 today to save up to 50%. Terms, conditions, message, and data rates may apply. I'm here to tell you about Genucel. Genucel is sponsoring this episode, and I have to say, this product is a godsend. That is, if you believe that a ghost in the sky can send you things. I kid God. Their product is called Gen 90, the new instant wrinkle treatment from Genucel. Gen 90 instantly reduces the appearance of wrinkles anywhere you use it. Around the eyes, the forehead, the crow's feet, laugh lines, and it starts working in seconds. They sent it to me and my staff, and they all look so young that I don't even recognize them. Gen 90 technology is luxurious, nourishing, silky smooth, and best of all, it starts working in seconds. And when you use it, you can feel the tingle every single time. It's like a little massager for the face. I love a lot about Genusel, but one of the biggest ones is that it is cruelty-free and not tested on any animals. And as clean as I like to keep things that go into or on, or on my body, I love that it's natural and free from mineral oil, parabens, and harmful chemicals because it's formulated by a compounding pharmacist. Gen 90 is on sale now at genucel.com and it's of course included in the bestseller package. Order right now at genucel.com slash random. That's genucel.com slash random. Free shipping on all orders. genucel.com slash random. genucel.com slash random. You ever read the book Power Versus Force? No. Okay, in, in, the, in this book Power Versus Force, uh, you know, they talk about how there's a lowest level of, a, 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 you know, uh, consciousness, apathy, guilt, you know, all these things, anger, desire, you know, all this. Stuff. That's a lower and then the level you come up is what? Courage. You have the courage to have the conversation and we have a dispute and disagreement and we hash it out. Right. Right. Well, we got the courage to talk about it. You got the courage to have Kid Rock here. You have the courage to have who have you've had everybody here. Stephen A. Smith here. Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> You haven't had him yet, but. Uh, but you've had the courage to have a lot of people here, right? That's courage. Then it's acceptance that we're different. Right. Then willingness right. to talk. Right. And the ability to reason. And then it Correct. goes to love and a few other levels. This book talks about. Yeah. I, I think. I see. 
if we put levels of consciousness by political party, I think libertarian is probably in the middle. It's kind of like, look, man, do what you want to do. I accept the differences. I'm willing to have it out. But I think the left falls below 200 level of consciousness because it's a lot of force. And you better, we know what's right for you and you don't, there is no reason on the left. Oh, that, sweetheart, you are preaching to the converted here. This is, I'm always bitching about this. Um, I do but not. You're supporting Biden though. Of course, because we only get two choices. I mean, what is so hard to understand about, about bad and worse? They forced America to take the vaccine bill. 70% Americans took the vaccine and they didn't want to take where, it. Where, a lot of them didn't want to take it. Wait, wait, wait a second. It. When did the vaccine come about? Under Biden? Uh, no, two, under Trump. No, no, it didn't. It came two days after election was over with. Two days after election was over with, uh, Pfizer announced it was not under under Trump. Oh. They intentionally yeah, kept you're the right. vaccine you're right. after the election, so they gave the victory That's to right. but uh, Trump, Biden. But Trump was not anti. Trump was like, I created the vaccine. I don't disagree with you. I agree with it's you. A, oh, he I takes see. it as a victory. I'm, with, I'm on the same page but, with you. Okay, but. But there's a difference, though. Yeah, this is the one difference, I, Bill. But I May I say this? May yeah. I say this? And then, and then push back. Here's the difference. You know what the difference is? How many times have you heard Trump get on stage and brag about warp speed? We could, saved 100 million could, people's could just, lives, could right? Can I just ask you a simple yeah. yes or no question? Yeah. Who, not exactly yes or no, but who are you voting for? I'm voting for whoever allows me to make decisions more and not somebody that what? decides what's good for me or not. Bro, we're not in a debate here. No, no, the, the, left, what, the what, left. I asked you a yes or no. Vaccine. Wait a second. The state of we, California we, and we, the industry you're in force you to take the vaccine. So you don't know who you're voting for? I'm voting for whoever allows me to have more freedom with the choices I make. And, we, and you don't know that yet? It's definitely not going to be Biden. Well, then it would be Trump, wouldn't it? If it's between the two choices? What? But look at you. you are you kidding me? I, it's not even a close call, by the way. But the fact the that you just can't own it is very weird, man. You know, this like, who are you voting for? Uh, well... The Constitution says <laughs> it's two words, Trump, Biden. I'm voting for Biden. I'm owning that. Do I think he's yeah, perfect? But, but I don't, no. But I don't think it's I like think it's that. Not even, I, don't, I don't think it's like that. I don't think it's like well, that. Well, just say you're for Trump. I, I, if, if a person I don't watches dislike my, you for your, I, but, I don't dislike. Bill, if somebody watches my podcast, they're going to know who I'm voting for. Well, if somebody watches a podcast, they're going to sit there. But how odd that you can't just say it then. Because to me, I'm voting based on values. I'm not voting based okay, on. Okay, but we know what the values are of Biden and Trump and their and their policies right. are. We know everything the about them. The left is about force. The right is about choice. I, I don't want to be forced Again, to have to do something I don't want to do. I get that. I'm. I, you seem to think that that is the sunum bonum of all political issues. It is a very important one to me. There are other ones. Such as what? What's, uh, what's above force versus, versus freedom? Crazy person in the White House. According to who? Again, well, it's my opinion. That's it's right. my vote. It's all, okay. just like but it is yours. But set that aside. Set but that it, aside. But it's hardly my Let's the go only 2028 candidacy. Then it's not going to be Trump or Biden. Forget about the name. And, and we don't even see a faceless candidate. Put a faceless candidate, Bill. So we don't have a name, right? That's faceless. What values are important to you? Force or freedom? <laughs> I, I, not, we're not talking 24, I, we're going 28. I mean, it's all good to be a reductionist, but you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't find it intellectually honest 
to, to be uh, among the things I don't find it to think you can uh, reduce the entire election and our way of life to two words. No, it's, it's just it's just too much more complicated than that. But 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 if I don't want to be forced, okay. you're right to do anything sure. that I shouldn't do. But I I understand why they have to force me to like not shoot you or force That's me to order. pay or force me to pay taxes. Or you know, force me to do a few things. That's long and that, and this is and the things like the vaccine are where we start to disagree. Um, and it, to me, it's even more fine than that because there are pathogens that could potentially cause us to really need to make everyone take it. I was just reading that they are because of global warming, uh, the permafrost, which has not been thought out for you know eons, is going to melt. And there are organisms there yeah. <laughs> that go back so far that we have the humans have no contact with them, so zero resistance. So this would be like the Satan bug if it got out, which is very possible that it could, because there's not enough to worry about. So I thought I'd throw that in the hopper. But no, really, I mean, you're I, funny. <laughs> but that's, that's a real. You're, you're, but that's a real thing. You're using the point one percent and the next fear what? porn. They're selling us like, oh my God. Where, this next thing has a hundred percent possibility of killing everybody, and you know, let's let's fear about well, the there, next thing that this happens and X and all this other stuff. Well, I, I always say it's a case by case basis. Mm-hmm. I when it happens, that's why I feel like I have credibility or should have with the people on the other side of this debate. What are you drinking the, over there? What, what? I'm drinking uh, tequila. Would you like some? I would mind some. No, oh, please. Yeah, let me put this over here. Um, ice. Right yeah, there. If you do, just make just, it whatever way you're. Oh, all right. Um, what were we talking about? Something very important. We're talking about how funny you are Mm-mm. and how necessary of a voice what you was are. I just, thank you. But what was I just? You saying? were talking about how much you love Trump, and I was trying to tell you no. you're, you're delusional. No, and, I uh, mean, but you like um, you have you never been in politics because you honestly don't take this the wrong way, but you do. Strike me as a politician, the way yeah. you, like, no. the fact that this conversation went on as long as it did, and I still didn't know who you were voting for, and and still, and then couldn't get you to say it. I mean, this is like therapy time, man. Don't no, you think? You, you know, to, if, if, if you have to realize, Bill, the difference between my life and what I've seen and maybe what others have seen, what maybe gives me slightly a different, uh, unique perspective. Oh, you're going to play the Assyrian card? No, not at all. No, no, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell, you, I'll tell you, if you're interested, I'll tell you a little bit about upbringing, and then you can dissect it oh, as much as Oh, the Assyrians had it rough. I know. I Zero. Know. I'm not even going to go Assyrian. No, my, mo- my mother's side. flower Assyrian? Do you, do you know my mother's <laughs> side, what their number one book was that they swore by? What? It was Communist Manifesto. My mother, they're all communists. Really? My mother's side. Communist? Russian. They're Armenian, Russian. They love communism. But I thought they were from Iran. But they're escaped. Today party. Are you familiar with the Today party in Iran in the 70s? No. The Today Party were the communists of Iran. Well, they was called the Today Party, I, and, and I hear they were very up to date. <laughs> they were very up to date. <laughs> they were communists, and my dad said they were imperialists. Okay. Well, they were communists back in the day. Today. Today. <laughs> How much of this have you had? Because you're already you much, have, that's too much fun just, already. That was the first yeah. and boy, was it good. No, no, but but the point is, there's certain fears that life has caused for me and paranoia that maybe you, somebody else. You were ten when not. you left. 
I was 10 years old when I left. So we, what did you see when you were a what kid? Did I that, see? What, I lived in time? Tehran. We got bombed 167 times in a single day. We escaped. Bombed by from, who? By Iraq, Saddam Hussein. Oh, this, was during the eight, this was during the 89. Oh, the 80s. Yeah, oh, during 78 the war. to 89. So I was born. Well, let's catch our listeners up. From 1980 to 1988, Iraq and Iran fought a war against each other. I lived in the capital eight years. Right, which is uh, should be amazing for folks like who are younger and just maybe saw the Iraq war and yeah. saw, okay, the Iraq war was all about, uh, you know, it was a, Sh a Shiite country mostly. It's a, but S Saddam Hussein was a Sunni. Mm -hmm. So he was ruled by a Sunni. And Iran is of course the major Shiite country. So Iraq and Iran should have been natural allies. They're both Shiites. And yet they fought a war against each other. And yet Saddam Hussein was able to make his Shiites fight their Shiites. Now it's basically the same country because once we stupidly kick Saddam out, who's going to take our guys? Gonna come I mean, out. Iran basically has, I mean, they have all that. They have the, that's kind of an empire. Syria, Lebanon, Hezbollah in Lebanon, mm -hmm. Syria, they're in uh, Iraq, of course. And so from all the way from Iran, all the way on the border of Pakistan to the Mediterranean Sea and the Houthis in the south. That's uh, something to be concerned about. You think? Maybe a right? little bit. Yeah. Now, are you persona? You would, could could you travel there? Do you travel? No, nah, I don't travel there because I was in the army. Because here, you so. would be persona non grata because they'd throw uh, you in jail. No, because I would be seen from the Shahs because I support the Shah and I was never supportive of uh, oh what Carter and them did to influence the fall of the Shah because Iran was. A beautiful place, you know. It, it was a place the wealthy would go for vacation. Beautiful mountains for skiing. Iran so, was a beautiful place back in the days, pre the uh, pre Khomeini. Perfect guy to tell this to. So, do you know what I was doing the summer after I got graduated college? I'll tell you. I went to Europe with my I was my college sweetheart. What year is this? This is 1978. This is the year I'm born. Okay. So my college sweetheart finally got a girlfriend last year of college we didn't want to leave each other she worked she was a linguistics major she worked every summer at this college de Mans, geneva beautiful geneva uh and she got me a job working there with her so we could be together over the summer i fucking hated every minute of it but <laughs> there, there are other reasons why but the students we were teaching this was a wealthy school and this was the summer school. They were from all over the world, but they were rich kids. There were some Italians, there were some Japanese, but this is 1978. A lot of it was Iranian kids going to Geneva for the summer and Saudi. They would come with rolls of $100 bills. Mm -hmm. One day was like shopping day. They would wear clothes once and throw it away. But like, it's funny that the Saudi kids were like from the ninth century. And the Iranian kids were like from the 1950s. <laughs> That's what I remember thinking. They looked like they looked like you know leather jackets, and they, they were much, twenty years behind. Yeah. Twenty, but yeah. not two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> and like the Saudi kids, I mean the boys would in the park. They'd hold hands. I mean teenage boys. One would like be sitting down, and the other would put his head in his lap. They did not see that as. You know, we would say, no, that's it's for perfectly fine, but the, we would say that's a gay, <laughs> a gay. That wasn't a case then. Was they just, just they, there was an innocence to them. I would say that. Yeah. Um, but uh, that 
was really interesting to teach these kids from these countries. Oh, and, and what happened was the revolution in Iran happened that summer. Like something happened when all the Iranian kids went screaming and yelling to the phones. There was like four banks of phones and something. And I think that's when. Do you remember what month it is? Well, it would have to have been like. Summer? like Yes, summer 78. Wow, that's the peak. I think it must have been something. The Shah, I mean, that's around the time that the Shah fell. The Shah fell January of uh, 79. Okay, yeah, right. But so the that peak was... is like October in, in September, which was absolutely insane, what was going on in Iran. I remember he he went to Panama, and he also had, like, cancer. He did have cancer. He, he was, died a few years later. He yeah. was trying to, you know, <laughs> imagine trying to, like, keep yourself exiled above from being, you know, assassinated and also fighting cancer at the same time. He had it since 1973, but nobody knew. He kept it to himself. 1973, and then now, he died. Now, we do know that he was a brutal dictator who, like, abided no dissent and secret What, what do sabak. you think? Does that name ring a bell? Of course, yeah, That's of course. I, I had a son on the podcast. We, had, we did a three-hour interview two months ago, Crown Prince of uh, Reza Pahlavi. We had a conversation together. Oh, his son? Yeah, his son, Crown uh, uh, Prince uh, Reza oh, Pahlavi. I thought it was Pahlavi was their name. Pahlavi, Pahlavi. Pahlavi. But Americans say Pahlavi. We say Pahlavi. Of course. Of course. No, I get it. Yeah, I'm Pahlavi. sorry. No, no, it's okay. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, I used I, to call them Saladin, and then I realized, then I heard it, you know, Salahadin <laughs> yeah. was the... No, I mean, listen, it's Ghassam Soleimani, right? And say, uh, Soleimani, you know, Americans will always pronounce it in a different way, just like guy, we pronounce it. You're talking about the, the guy we took out? That's right. And it kind of made America a little bit more safer, and, you know, the, the country... I was all ...feared for us, yeah. and... Uh, and uh, that's well, why America's temperature was yeah. like, people didn't want to mess with America. And don't during... forget who took out bin Laden. Yeah. Okay. What's your point, though? My point is You're that- the... Biden is Obama? I'm sorry, Obama is Biden? Obama is not Biden. Biden is not Obama. Obama gets to- I, I get it. You don't like Biden. I, you know, I, look, I wish it was a different- uh... Do you like Newsom? How do you feel about Newsom? Had him on my show Friday. I saw that. And uh, I- I, first of all, I love him. Just You just like a guy or you don't. I've known him for a long time. He's done my show for a long time. Do, do I love everything he does as the governor of California? No, I don't. I wouldn't say I'm undertaxed. Uh, yeah, it's this. I have issues with this state. He's a guy. One reason I want him to run for president, well, is because he's obviously a winner. This guy could fucking do it. It's insane that we have the guy, but we can't run him because we have to winner. tiptoe around Biden and the final winner. Well, he would win the election. Oh, so so he would win the election. So he's a talented debater, speaker, communicator, yeah, deflector, and, and politician. And right. he's a smart guy. He's right. he's a smart, real guy with a pair of balls. Do I love everything? No, you never knew do with a politician. But first of all, I think if he ran for president, it'd be great because it would force him to move to the center. Now you're running not just in California. Yeah. I mean, this is California. It's weird. Are, are you are you a are you a uh, are you a results driven guy? No, I like to think, watch things yeah. fall apart. I mean, you, you wouldn't build a show that you win, build and win at the levels you won, you know, for decades if you weren't results driven, right? I mean, you're, you're, you're Bill Maher, you know. What, I, what about, what do you mean, what's the point about so results exactly driven? exactly where I'm going with you. So results, so results driven yeah. guy. Right. What areas has Newsom won in? You said he's a winner. 
winner of the election. He no, could no. win the election. But based on what, though, do you want results? Like, what has he done to California to say he's a winner? What, what, oh, uh, God. I don't know. I, it's too... <laughs> Bill, you're a smart guy. You know guy. what? He what, made it what? rain, okay, dude? It wasn't yeah, raining. Someone said that. He said, great job. It wasn't raining, <laughs> and now it's raining. So he's got my vote. I, okay, you know what? respect. I mean, I, he, I, he, he... I don't know. I don't follow the news. It's a, yeah, a character Bill, I play you, on don't television. Don't be a flick. You're, you're a very smart guy. You're a very smart guy. It's a character. I actually live with my delicate wife, Sue, and our eight homeschooled children. Uh, we just had twins, Sean and Hannity. <laughs> <laughs> don't believe everything you see on so, TV. So there. then, what this does to me, this actually makes it easier for me to not even have to have this discussion. I just move on to other things we can talk about. Is you base your character on <laughs> character. On, on your candidate? You base your candidate based on being a good debater, deflecting, not necessarily results. Because no, I don't. If that's how you do it, then Newsom is fantastic, this is Bill. stupid. You're better than this. Really? I hope so. I don't know. I'm just so, getting but I you, but I, I said, told you are. I, I said, mean, it's a silly argument, a debater. You know, like I can't tell. I've been doing uh, political commentary on television for 30 years. I think I can tell. When a, when a guy is just debating or whether make a calculated guess on how he's going to be actually as president. There's two different things, running and being being the guy. Uh, do I like it that Newsom is good at the running part? I do, because that means he can get elected. Do I also think that if he got elected, he would be a good president? I do. Generally moving the country in the right direction, I would like to take him back a little toward the middle, but, you know, Based on what, though? Based on what? Well, you know, California is just a kind of a crazy, you know, uh, can't do can't, the taxes. The, the 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 graft really is what is the. I was asking him about that. Uh, he says they're attacking it. The red tape, the graft, the fact that they can't build a, a fucking homeless home for uh, less than nine hundred thousand dollars. They, they couldn't complete a, a fucking high-speed rail. Uh, I'm going to say on my show Friday, this is going to be controversial, but Hamas, um, let them come over here and build our fucking tunnels because we cannot get it done. Um, no, I'm serious. It's a win-win. If they would, like, renounce and say, we will not attack Israel, we will hire you to build infrastructure. Well, These so people fun. know how to build a tunnel. Yeah, that's... Uh... I mean, they've been building a tunnel... Uh, on the east side of New York yeah. since 1972. <laughs> you can hear your guys laughing, listening. To you. <laughs> so let me know. Ask about your personal life. What kind of men do you like? What kind no, of men I'm do kidding. I like? Um, what you're married? <clears throat> I am. How long? Uh, Fourteen and a half years. You still like her? Oh yeah. You love her? Oh yeah. It's easy to love, hard to like. I think... Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Love yeah. is different. Like, I think both gotta, is necessary, gotta, though, yeah. Both is necessary, absolutely. Uh, a lot of people do keep it going long after they don't really like the person, you know. And people are also, you know, get together when they don't like the person. I did it a billion times when I was young, and it was just like, oh, you're pretty, and you would with me? Okay, I like oh, you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll work out the details later. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank God, now that I'm 40, I've uh, 
You look great for 40. Thank you. Happy How birthday. How old are you? I'm 45. I'm five years older than you. Fuck you. Yeah. Everybody's younger than me. <laughs> There's a point where you get to where, like, if you're in a room with, like, somebody older, you're like, oh, good. Yeah. Great. Kirk Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, so you're married for 14 years? 14 years. Yeah. 14 years. kids? We got four kids. We got... Four kids. I'd have 20 if I could. We got 11 uh, Why do you want 20 kids? 10, 7, 2. Why do you want so many kids? What's the purpose of living if you don't have kids? Seriously? Yeah. Well, okay. Again, the way you frame it is just off-putting because it's like it's like assuming all of us, and we're so varied as a human race, yeah. that all of us think the same way. So for many millions and millions of people, the purpose of living is to avoid having children is to enjoy your life. Now, it's perfectly fine if your choice is to trade your life for someone else's, which is really what, if you're gonna be a good parent, you kinda have to do. Um, it's also perfectly okay to say, no, what's wrong is to have a child and then ignore them. <laughs> I don't disagree, no, right. I don't disagree. I don't disagree no, course, with that. No one right. disagrees with that. No, I don't disagree with that. No, of yeah. course not. But what I'm saying is the harder choices, or I don't think it's a hard choice at all, it should be, thrust upon people, it should not be thrust upon people to have children if they really are not suited for that, as it used to be. A woman thought she was a complete failure if she didn't like, you know, fucking vomit out some spawn to like, God knows what in the world. Or, um, or and some were, <laughs> and some I'm sure were good people. But generally, like, I'm not that in love with the human race, where I think, like, whoa, what we need is more of them, <laughs> you know? Do you like kids? Do you actually like kids? Or... <laughs> Why do you ask me this question? For course you I don't like kids. You ask me questions about kids. Oh, I'm asking Jesus, you. but I just told you. I, yeah. Okay, no, I fucking hate kids. And I, under, and I understand people like you. You can enjoy yours. I'm glad you like yours. Um, and I understand we have to. I don't really have to, but okay, if we want to keep the human race going. Um, we have to keep having children. It doesn't matter whether we should or we shouldn't. People are going to do it. If there's one thing we know about this world is that people will fuck. They'll fuck anything. They'll fuck anybody. I was just watching that show, that Jodie Foster new detective show in Alaska. Like, when you're in Alaska, it's kind of a light motif. It's like, yeah, we're fucking a lot. We're in Alaska. We don't really care what the person looks like. It's just, it's cold. And, uh, yeah, there's not a lot to do here, and uh, we're going to fuck. What do you think about Alaska? Have you been to Alaska? I was to Alaska in 2013, enjoyed it immensely. It was Had in a the blast summer. over there, yeah. Oh, my God. First of all, so pure, like pristine. Like when you draw, there wasn't any, it was just, it was, it was Eden-esque. It was. There was, because like the snow caps were melting, so you would see this crystal clear water coming down from the mountain. Then we took a helicopter over the, um, you know, glaciers, many of which were dirty. One was, I saw one fall down. <laughs> it was both impressive and depressing. Um, but yes, I, I, I did two shows. I did one in Anchorage, which is the big city. Is, is that the capital? Yeah. Fair, right. First it was Fairbanks, which is the second biggest city. It was awesome. It was like a Wild West show. It was like outside under a tent. I had to like walk through mud to get to the stage. Was it freezing? Or it you was like raining. summertime? It was, it was, it was summertime. It was July. It was, uh, yeah, people were under the tent, but there was other people on the hill and it was raining and they didn't give a shit. They stayed for the show. 2013. 
And then, and then we went to Anchorage. And Anchorage, it was like the land that time forgot. It was like they did something to it in the 70s. And I'm sure it was really looked great in 1975. And I think it still looks great. But you could shoot a movie about 1975 there and not have to change a thing. <laughs> Note to self, call Quentin Tarantino. Uh, because... Yeah, it's and I don't mean that in a disparaging way. No, I, I, I love I, I love that you you I'm you could see a moose walking down the street. Nobody cares. It's not a big deal. It's as if it's a regular Tuesday. Like it was a dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're allowed to like there's like no gun laws. Like everyone has a gun like in their glove compartment. It's it's like your phone. But, you know, it's a rough place. I don't know. But I thought a minute about like actually buying something there because I got and am still very concerned about global warming. Or is um, is that a hoax in your world? I don't know. I lose sleep over it every night. You what? I lose sleep over it every night. The warming know, of the globe. Whether, I don't know whether you're being facetious. Oh my or, god! I, I I shiver every night when I go to sleep. Are you global warming? I assume you're being sarcastic. I would be very serious. Why would I be sarcastic? I mean, global warming is the number one issue in the world. Okay, good. Do you agree with that? I do. Tell me why. See, I think you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, why? Because um, a few what do you worry about? A few years ago, someone did a, a um, Al Gore. Did a, Al Gore? Yes, you're right. You're right, David. Um, you know what? It's a big hoax because Al Gore has a big house and sometimes he leaves lights on in it. Oh, my God. Um, no, they did, uh, someone did a compendium of all the climate studies. There was over 10, I think it was 10,880 of them, some, some number like that. And there was only two dissenting about the idea that climate change was real and it was happening and it was caused by humans. So that's a consensus. That's what you call a consensus. I mean, you and I, I think, are closer on the same page with vaccines and so forth. Like, And that's because the human body is a lot more complicated and a lot more mysterious than climate science. That's why there's nowhere near that kind of consensus about how we treat any malady in the human body. That is the bottom of the ocean. Not so with the climate. It's not that complicated climate. I mean, I couldn't do it, but climate science, it's geology and it's chemistry and it's some physics. It's not a mystery like why do people get Parkinson's disease? It just isn't. So, um, oh shit, what was your question? <laughs> Climate change. No, we were oh, talking climate about change, climate yes. change. But, but when, when over 10,000 uh, scientists all study the same subject and come up to the same, and two don't, uh, you can, yes, you can say um, there's a dissenting field, but they could fit on a motorcycle. So, yes, uh, I think it's very, and, and again, we see the results already. I mean, it, uh, now, is it possible that we can raise the, level of the ocean and not be met with disaster because of that? I guess it is. They, I mean, I guess there are things that could also change, but that's going to happen. It's kind of like when the Titanic hit the iceberg and she talks to Victor Garber and he says, 
Well, lady, I hate to tell you, but uh, there's nine compartments on this ship, and if only four of them had flooded, we'd be good, but five did, and that means we're going down. We're just gonna go down, so uh, it's unlikely that you have some sort of lover you care about on the ship, but if you do, now would be a good time to run Get it down with, yeah, go, yeah. go, go do it now. This will be your last chance. But, uh, no, uh, we, we have hit the iceberg, I think, so, you know, those that those icebergs and stuff is are melting they will raise the and it's a it's a it's a kind of a cycle because the the worse you make it the worse you make it um so oceans and then less ice to absorb all that and it's just it's just throwing something off balance not to mention the incredible uh, decimation of species that we're doing i don't know how many species you can kill i mean if it's just going to be chickens dogs and cats it's going to be it's going to be bleak and i don't know if you can even survive i think the ecosystem needs its component parts although obviously it can sustain a lot of extinction because almost everything that ever was on earth has been extinct i mean if everything that was ever alive was still alive <laughs> it'd be very crowded at the zoo Anyway, I am. I do. I'm concerned about the environment, and I. How do you, I think, also, how do you think we fix this? So, like, you know, we have. Uh, uh, I think uh, uh, it's it's fair to say, like, there's a lot of weird things going on to weather's around the world, right? Like, not you know, weather around the world, hurricanes. You know, San Diego. You're seeing videos, and you say, "Oh, Germany." I said, like, "What is all this stuff?" I mean, this is too crazy right now to be looking at it. The other day, I'm in Fort Lauderdale. A tornado hit Fort Lauderdale. Okay, these are kind of weird things that's going on simultaneously. What's the solution? How do we fix it? You know, what is the approach to take it? I think that becomes the question, right? You identify the problem, then you sit there and yeah. say, what is the solution? Yeah, I agree. Of course. I mean, that's, that's exactly what we're talking about. And no, I don't think it's always about throwing money at the problem. Um, I also don't think, I, this was something we did about a year ago, I also don't think that the method that we have basically been using or trying to use for the longest time, which is make people be good or want to be good, plainly is not working. I think the amount of coal we burned 30 years ago was like, it was like 38% of the grid. And now it was, now it, like the last year it was 37. You know, like we shaved one point off of it. Um, so I don't know what the answer is. Um, and I'm not encouraging people to be pigs, but apparently they're going to be. It's just in our nature to be fucking pigs and to pig out on convenience and luxury and excess. You know, maybe it's because it gets you late. I don't know what the fuck, but people, or makes you, I don't know, I'm shopping and it, people just like shit. <laughs> like buying shit and making shit and and uh, they just do is they it, like they it, like want to live their fucking life and sometimes the the result is not great for the environment anyway i mean i fly in a private jet you probably do too you know is it uh, i i said before i can be called a bad environmentalist i cannot be called a hypocrite so i'm not going to say I'm a, the greatest environmentalist, and I'm also not gonna, I couldn't do these gigs I do. And I wouldn't even, if, even I was taking it somewhere for pleasure, fuck that. <laughs> you know what, I'm, yes, there's a certain part of me that's gonna live life while I'm here, 
look, if, if I thought it was really making a difference to the eight trillion flights or whatever it is every day that are crisscrossing the globe, you know, make it illegal if it's really, and they're not gonna do that. So the point, the bottom line point is that we're gonna have to think of something because making humans not act selfishly is just, it's just, it's like, that's what communism tried to do. It tried to make people not act selfishly and that is never going, that was never going to work. Humans are selfish. I think to me, what what uh, that that's the part what I like about long form podcasts or debates is because the more we talk, if you can reason, you're going to come to a conclusion. And what conclusion do we come here from? Climate exchange, climate uh, uh, change. Neither one of us are experts in this topic. You're not a scientist. I'm not a scientist. We haven't spent 20, 30 years of our lives thinking. The about science this. isn't the question. People know what the science is. When you when you when you're debating the science, yeah. it means you just have a weak hand and you want to do what you want to do, and that's fine. But the science is in. There's no debating the science anymore. That was my point about the 10,800 peer-reviewed studies that all came to basically the same conclusion. The science is in on it. Yes, the debate is what do we do about it? Or do we just like, you know, Thelma and Louise it and hold hands and drive off the Grand Canyon and say, you know what? As long as we're gone, we're gonna go, I'm gonna go out strong. Well, let me ask you a question. But I don't wanna be the one to tell India and China who have been watching the rest of the world yeah. pollute forever. Oh, you know, now, I'm so sorry, it's a very bad situation. You can't have refrigeration or uh, air conditioning or uh, cars because we used all that up. Sorry, that's not gonna happen. They wanna, everybody in the world wants to live like Americans. So let me, so, if somebody said, I want to, you know, salt, I want to go out there and address the issue of gravity. If I, I want to go out there and gravity, gravity or something that no matter how much time you put into it or resources you put into it, there are certain laws you can't do anything about. Law of familiarity. Okay. To me, this is my first time here, right? That's sick. Okay. That's a real cool couch. That sign is cool. I went back there and I looked at your uh, engineer room. You have Make America Great Again. You had George Bush toilet paper. You had Barack Obama. You had all this cool stuff. Right. But to me, this is this is sick, right? Why is this sick to me? It's my first time here. But to you, you probably don't look at everything the same way I look at it, right? Because it's called law of familiarity. Right. Perfect. So now what do we do? Do, do I sit there and judge you and I say, how dare you not be grateful for the amazing things you have around you? How dare you not, you know, be so familiar with your stuff? You ought to be grateful about that couch all the time. Law of familiarity says, I'm not going to change Bill Maher. Bill is going to do what Bill is going to do, right? Okay. So climate change debate, you know, we have a problem. This is what's going on. Fine. 10,800, you know, research, you know, scientists. Great. Let's agree on that. That's exactly what's going on. Now what do we do? So what if scientists come back and say the way for us to save civilization, we have to bring the population back down to three billion. Do you agree with that strategy? Oh, I'd love that? it. I'd like to take part in it. You'd like to take part in it, <laughs> Yes, right? there's way too many people. So so you think there's way too many people? Of course. I mean, um, yes, not to fit, but for resources. See, this is the silly argument that the population expanders like to give. Like, we've got plenty of room. Yes, of course we do. No contest. We've got plenty of room. Did you ever fly over the country? It's mostly empty. Yes, like your head, mostly empty. That's not the issue. We could fit them in. We can't feed them. They all shit. They use water. You can't grow water. 
There's already a water shortage in this world. There's a water shortage out here before Gavin got in office and made it rain. He's the GOAT, right? But he's the greatest. He's not the GOAT, but he, he, he could be the fucking 47th I you, you, president. I, I, I don't disagree. I fully agree with you. I think if they. But you if, think that there's a. But again, what now what has Biden done that's the, what's the worst? Okay, Afghanistan. Tell me which Trump. story you want to. You, we, no, no, no. Because for me. You, uh, See, look at this politician again. I just though. said. Blah, 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 blah. You really, if you're not thinking about running for office, you should. I'm not at all. Well, you should. I wasn't born here. Because this, is, this is your natural skill. You think so? Deflecting. It I is. I think Newsom is. I think that's Newsom's ability. I think Newsom is phenomenal. I think Newsom made it, it a, again. A, a, a fantastic politician. Okay. He could he could fully pull it off. Uh, that's what Did I Did you see the story that came I, out today about that's Michelle? What I said. Newsom as, can a win. as a politician, for sure. Yes. But then I asked results and, you know, winner, and you got upset. You said, you I know. I don't know. That's that that to me there's a there's a part of it that's results driven. You know, I, I haven't studied his bio lately. Um I'm sure there are some things that we did here in California that benefited a lot of people. Um I, I you know, it's a local yes, I don't watch from, the local news. I I, 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 you I, you know, I can listen to you for hours. I can listen to you for hours. And and uh, I've listened to you for thousands of hours, you know, you, you know, for because I'm on the other side. I'm not a mainstream guy. You're a guy that's been around and we've listened to you over the years. And I think, like I said earlier, during COVID, you really played a big role. You you have conversations others simply didn't have the brass to have. Well, that's true. Uh, uh, okay, I'm not going to start a big fight yeah, about no, that Others one. didn't have the brass to have. But right. the, the results side, what I'm asking, I'm simply asking, you know, uh, California, for example, if you look at California, I lived here for 24 years. I went to Glendale High School. Glendale? I lived in uh, class of 96. Yes, Glendale High School. Glendale I lived next off to of Pasadena, Broadway, Glendale? Right next to Pasadena. Nitros, oh. class of 96. I did a stand-up special there once. At Glendale. the high school? No, I did it, no, in a, some theater there in Glendale in like 1994 or something. It was one of Do you of, remember uh, the, is it, is it Alex? Do you remember what the I name of the theater? I have no idea. Okay. And it was not a good choice of a venue. Really? Well, I wasn't as good a comic as I am now, and and it was yeah, you, what blended? <laughs> no, it was uh, I don't know. It was not my favorite one of my specials. Anyway, go on with your story. You grew up in Glendale, Glendale, Glendale High School. I lived Glendale High. School. I lived in Northridge. Now, did in they pick Hills. on you because you were Iranian? No, I I I, I got along with everybody. Good. I, I was a, I was good. a guy that got but along. But did with they get along with you? So you didn't. No, no, I, I get along with everybody. I like people. I enjoy listening to people. Well, I enjoy good. getting to getting to know people. But but think about it. So for me, I lived here 24 years, and uh, uh, all of a sudden, you know, uh, Time Magazine comes out with an article called United States of Texas, okay? And Texas is doing this, and Texas is doing that, and Texas offers this. Governor Perry's coming down here recruiting businesses away. Then I go to Texas. I move my insurance headquarters to Addison, and... We stayed there for five years, and then we moved to Florida, okay? So you've lived in Texas and Florida. I lived Texas five years. I lived Florida three years. I lived here 24 years. Two years Germany, 10 years Iran, and then a couple years right. in Tennessee, Carolina, and Kentucky because of the army. Right. Right. But if you, if you judge success, like on this show here, how do you judge success on this show or Bill Maher? Viewership, right? Eyeballs. Well, I mean, if someone, just, if someone just thinks it's a show. <laughs> I feel that's quite a victory because, you know, uh, no, uh, it's yeah, you I mean, get that's part, absolutely, that's certainly okay. part of it. So yeah. what, what do you think, what do you think people would say if your show started getting 200 views instead of the millions of views it gets <laughs> and they left you for, I don't know, 
they went to another show to watch and they're not watching you. Well, if it, if it got down to 200, I hope I would have quit by then. I mean, I could get 200 in death. They could just run shit, you know. But if and it did, what would they I say? could beat a lot of people in death. Would you be considered a winner if this show went to 200 views? No, right? No. It would be like, okay, this guy's Correct. not getting results. Not okay. a winner. And I'm going purely data, okay? Go Since data, 1851, baby. the great state of California we all love, right? The first time it lost population from 1851, back to back to back to back, three years in a row under Newsom, people left here. Right. Okay, so why did they leave? That's a stat. They this lost year, because of, 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 this is when he was on Friday, this is what I was confronting him with. I didn't mention that because he gets that every time, so that's boring, but I was telling him about my, you know, my issues with California, which are people's issues. Why do companies leave? Taxes are too high, too hard to start a building, uh, a company. A building uh, in San Francisco needs 87 permits before it can break ground. And, you know, maybe he was just being slick, and but he certainly seemed to be reeling off the answer of, uh, you know, yes, I'm very aware of this. We are working on it. It doesn't make the press, yeah. but we are aware. And and he seems to me to be a bright enough, caring enough guy to be able to identify that problem. Uh, I think he's a, I think he's a detailed guy, as Democrats usually are. Republicans are more a big picture guy. You know, Bush was like, "We was attacked, war. Where, sir? I don't know. I don't know all the details. I just said war." <laughs> you figure out the country. I don't know Iraq, Iran, one of them. People where they wear the towel on the head, that was, you know, that was about it. Reagan, same thing. If it didn't fit on a page, Trump said that. One page. Democrats treat government generally much more respectfully, like it's an actual job, which it is, a really detailed one. And when they know shit and get into the minutiae, things generally come out better. If it's detailed, and I think right. Gavin Newsom is in that tradition of Democrats so, so who if, does that. So if you Unlike say, your boy who bases everything on whether like the guy likes him. He said, I was brilliant. I think I'll take the compliment and, uh, and then do whatever. So, I mean, so, that's dangerous. Yeah. So, so if, you got to go? No, I don't have to go. No, I'm enjoying <laughs> this. Uh, but uh, so, so if, if, if okay. I'm glad you said that, the fact that Democrats like details more. Uh, last year, 2023, okay, since they like details, let's talk about some details. Oh, Jesus. You say, you say you, you Democrats you know, are more I, about details, right? So I, I, let's, I want to give them credit for I can tell this. Is gonna, I, I can are. tell this is going to be dumb, but yeah, okay. So it's going to be dumb. When it's uh, details, but, it's dumb. No, it's, it's not fast. because it's going to be. All right, Tom, maybe I'm misjudging. You're, you're, but go ahead. You tell me what your thing is. Data. The Bill Maher show is the greatest show in the world. It's it's dumb. So please don't. Uh, I, you know <laughs> what I'm saying. I don't want you to get I'd upset like to with see that. this data. Yeah. <laughs> they no, did say it, they did say I was the most trusted. The top fifty. I think I think you're you 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 made a lot of impact last three years. I'm going to continue saying that because I fully believe that it's not going to change. Uh, whether we I'm not asking for it to change. Yeah. Thank you. I, but I, but top fifty. I states. take the compliment. Top fifty. You're brilliant. <laughs> I mean, if that's what Trump, that would be what, you know. You ready for top 50 states? Top 50 states. Here's top 50 states for net migration. Best state is Florida. Then is Texas. Then is Tennessee. Worst state, 2023. Yeah. 
California. Absolutely. Then it's New York. Then it's Illinois. Yeah. Why are right. Americans leaving I'll tell blue you why. states and right. going to red states? And again, states? this what you ask, why yeah. do Republicans and independents watch me now also? Because I'll be honest about answers like this. Because for very good fucking reason. For I know I know people I know this on a personal level. Uh, someone who worked for me and really was happy here, but just had a baby and couldn't afford to stay here. Mm-hmm. Moved to Oregon. Some of it is just that. Very, very expensive, this state. Now, part of that is because we try to do too much. They, Democrats are basically the ones that who think government can do things. Um, and very often it can't, shouldn't, it's asked to do too much. So you take a state like California, which is completely run by the Democrats, you're going to have that inclination go out of control. Mm -hmm. That's what I think about California. That inclination is out of control. Um, Take a lot of their money. I mean, we went from like a $62 billion surplus to an $87 billion deficit just like in a year and a half. I mean, we're playing with big fucking money. How do you do that? How do you do that? Because it's just about revenues. It was all about revenues. It wasn't didn't have anything to do with Newsom. The tax rate was the same. It's see, you just you seem to just look at like the very last stat on the sheet, like the bottom line one. And it's there's a lot of truth that's Bill, buried asked, in the I've details. I asked you a very basic question, and you haven't answered it. I, asked I didn't. You, no, no. I asked you a question. I said you said Newsom is a winner, and I said based on what. And I said, tell me results because your show is a winner based on data and based on you, to you, Democrats like details. Okay, detail-driven, your show's killing it because you're getting eyeballs. Give specific okay. victories Newsom's had. What, what is the victory? Is this how you, argue, is this how you argue with your wife? Do you no, argue, do you argue we, with we have civil conversations. We enjoy each other's company. Okay. And I'm enjoying this. By the way, just so you know this, like this is- So how'd you, meet, is, your, how'd you meet your wife? How'd I meet my wife? This guy named Gavin, we went to this restaurant called French Laundry, and uh, he introduced me to this wonderful lady, Jennifer, and that's how we met. No, my wife and I met June of 2002. Uh, I was uh, uh, in the bathroom washing my hands. My friend Fernando Lasso comes in and says, there's a girl here uh, uh, who looks like Pocahontas. I said, Pocahontas? He says, yeah, there's a girl here named Pocahontas. I said, okay, cool. I'd her love name to meet was her. Pocahontas? No, he says oh. he looked like Pocahontas. I'm like, why would you call her Pocahontas? She's a white girl from Texas. So I go into the meeting and I see her. She's talking to my girlfriend at the time. I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, now I see why I call her Pocahontas. Hair all the way down to her lower back. Sweet girl, come meet her. She's in a relationship. I'm in a relationship. And five and a half years later, for the first time, she's single. I'm single. We date. Had you kept up with her? We, we were in the same company. She was in another office. She was in oh, Gore Hills. I was I in Northridge. I mean, was she always wearing the Pocahontas outfit? No, the, no, oh, she only, but she did do that one time, I think Halloween, but no. So, you know, so <laughs> well, it's texting natural. and, and yeah. uh, anyway, so. You got the hair, you got to do it. We, uh, uh, we go out, first date, P.F. Chang's. And, P.F. Uh, Chang's is where you date. took her? High roller, man. When you make money, man, you take people to P.F. Chang's. We so what was Chicken, this? lettuce, what, what was this, a test? No, it wasn't a test. You're testing her? I actually like P.F. Chang's. I, when, that's, this is back in the days when P.F. Chang's, had the noodle soup, the chicken noodle soup that was spicy. I gotta got tell rid you, of whenever it. I wanted to know if a girl really liked me for me, I took yeah. her to P.F. Chang's. Really? Yeah, if she can hang with that. Listen, if you, she can. So what no, is I've it? never been to P.F. Chang's. What is it? Literally, you've never been to P.F. No, Chang's? I don't. Are you being sarcastic? I'm not now being I'm, asking sar- you I'm never being sarcastic. 
No, I don't, I'm never sarcastic. Well, I mean, you, when you when, let me put it this way: when I am, you'll know it. No, I've never been to P.F. Chang's. So P.F. Chang's is this? like a what I, don't know, I don't even know how to describe P.F. Chang's. Like a, you know, uh, Chinese food, chicken fried rice. You Chinese know, food. It's a nice I think, place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Chinese food covers it. I know Chinese food. I've had Chinese food. What's your favorite food? My favorite food, like if I was dying and I do, no, like didn't you have to have, worry. You choose. I ask, say, let's go out to dinner tonight. You pick and choose well, what's but, number but one. But again, that's why I say that, because like if I anticipate that I'm going to have more months and years to live, uh, I'm not going to eat just the food that I think is the most tasty and amazing food. Yeah. If I thought, well, I got nothing to lose, you know, I'd probably have meatballs and spaghetti every night. So meatballs and spaghetti. Well, yes, that, that's a very satisfying meal. But then again, you're part Italian. I don't have to tell you, right? <laughs> the, you know, the Assyrians, yeah. uh, very close in the, in the, when you put the list of countries down, especially ancient ones, Abyssinian. Abyssinian. They were the ones in Ethiopia. And who attacked them in 1936? The Italian Mussolini. Before World War II, right before World War II, Italy attacked and took over Ethiopia. <laughs> Talk about picking on the weak kid on the playground. Like, What hey. did you major in, by the way? What was your major? You mean that's not common knowledge? What was your major? History. History. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's just always been my interest. And, and if you're going to do politics, yeah. you know, for real, you have to know history too because it's just the most current version. I mean, the, the newspaper is just the first draft of history. Um, Did you ever have interest again to politics? Get into politics? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, friends that are in I'm one like, did anybody say, Bill, why don't you get into it? You'd be a good debater. Well, yeah, I mean, I've done bits about that where people said, Bill Marsh and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> It's like, first of all, I have no interest. Second of all, I could never get elected. Any, even, nobody would, I mean, that would be a stupid campaign to take on. I mean, I've, there are all the blocks, like the woke, oh my God, they would, they would vote anybody over me. Also the arch conservatives, um, religious people would, I can't do, yeah, but that's fine. Um, no, I, I, I want to be the anti-political. Political means bullshit. This is, that's, my side of the street is the exact opposite. Who, who do you? And you have to like get up in the morning and like get married and I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, that's just to horrible kids. to I run. Mean, this is but like, you, my yeah, friend. Different story. You, this yeah. is where the political talent in the room lies. No, the Not guy you had me. that was a political talent you was last week. You know you're going to do it. You could be the was, same Vivek. Oh, zero. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> How many people in this country do you think could tell, could, could have, you were sitting here with Vivek Ramaswamy, could tell, like, name the countries you're from, why they're different, the different religions, you know, like maybe 3% of the country. Small percentage. Right. Yeah. Anyway. What's your point though? What, what? My point is that Americans really don't know anything about, it's the lady in the diner. Hmm. It's, it's, they just don't know. We really let drop, we drop the ball on all education. There's something that I lay at the feet of the Democrats. I mean, that, that is their portfolio. Education. Well, of course, that is their portfolio. Right. You, they have to own that. That, again, this is one of those things, I'm not trying to insult the Democrats. I don't want to. They're basically my people. But when you're wrong, you're wrong. And you got to own it. They are the party of education. The, they say the Democratic Convention is like 
something like 70% teachers of the delegates. Mm -hmm. And the party certainly is beholden to the union. They have to own the fact that we turn out children from high school, normal American high school, and they don't know anything. Not like that we, we concentrated on this. I guess they still teach them to read or at least read well enough to send a text or see a text. But past that, it's an interesting, interesting not topic. science, not math, yeah. definitely not civics, not history. Yeah. Like knowing like any basic things, like, like what's the population of the world? Is it 7 million, 7 billion. 70 million, yeah. 7 trillion, yeah. 70 billion trillion? It just it would be just be throwing a dart at the well, by, wall. By the way, I, I, I don't. I'm I'm not asking this question with something to tell you with stats or any of that stuff. So, why, why do you think more Democrats become teachers than Republicans? Well, more teachers are women. More Democrats are women. Um, so it's a it's you know, it's a noble job if you do it right. And there are my sister's a teacher. I mean, there are millions of great teachers in the world and in this country there are people who are very sincere and do their best i've done many editorials in support of the teachers because i think the the part of the problem is the parents parents make it impossible to do the job of the teacher because the parent don't side with the teacher they side with the child now their precious fucking child so the teachers are you know i did one recently about how teachers are assaulted i mean in my day, I mean, that did not even cross our mind to even curse in front of a teacher. And now they get clocked. You know, they'll just beat the dog shit out of a teacher and film it in, in class. This is outrageous. Outrageous. How do we get here, Bill? You've been here longer than I have. Take I came cold here November 28, 1990. What's this? I said, how do we get here? I've well, only been here since 1990. Right. Um, well, you got here, what, on a raft? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, a little boat we had. It was a, a Russian called a lotka. No, you flew here. You we just flew came here, on of a course. plane. Lufthansa. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I mean, gosh, you could write a not just a book, but a library on how we got here. I don't know. I mean, I guess if I had to sum it up, I'd say civilizations are always victims of their own success. When you become very successful, very wealthy, um, don't have to worry really about other people fucking with you, as George Bush used to say. We used to think oceans could protect us. Well, oceans do protect us still, but many other things. Also, oceans plus like a giant nuclear arsenal. And, you know, we do have like the biggest military in the world. We are the biggest swinging dick there is. You know, again, I know Biden ruined the world, but somehow the dollar still the gold standard for gold is the dollar. Um, every other country in the world fared worse coming out of the pandemic than we did economically. Um, so, you know, people have no perspective really about how bad it is in other countries. Um, so they can talk shit and they do, especially on the left, about how shitty America is. But, you know, try it somewhere else. Why are you a libertarian, by the way? Well, a libertarian is a label. Um, you said, I, I'm just saying it because you said it earlier, you're libertarian. I mean, well, uh, libertarian on issues that are, I think, appropriate for libertarians. I don't, I would never say that anymore. I'm a libertarian because the, there's a libertarian party and they take it too far. They believe in, you know, stuff like, well, they shouldn't have meat inspectors. 
if I get E. coli from this meat, it'll get around and then no one will buy this type of meat again. Thank you, free market. Really stupid shit. You know, I don't, don't stop me from going down the road unfettered. Who needs traffic lights? I want to soar like an eagle right through the windshield. <laughs> you know, they, they, just, they just became fringe. And they're just, they're not making things better. And, and, and by the way, most of it has been just co-opted by sensible people. Pot was, you know, back in the day, was, you know, 30 years ago when I was first on television, pot was much more a libertarian issue because it wasn't legal anywhere for any reason. Now that's so different. I used to be paranoid about traveling with it. Now I don't worry at all because if they bust me in Oklahoma or somewhere, they will be embarrassed, not me. So that's a big change. So in a lot of ways, libertarians achieved a lot of what we wanted. Other ways, you know, Fourth Amendment stuff, no. I mean, the privacy issues are paramount in my mind. I'm sure they are for you too. I mean, especially as a businessman with, I'm sure you have stuff that if it was hacked would be not good. Or am I wrong? Yeah, of course. No question about it. Yeah. You know, well, I don't have it, shit like that because I'm not dirty. What do you got? No, I'm, I'm not worried about I it know. either. But, you know, so, so, so based on that, you would say you're more a Democrat than a libertarian. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Well, well that's- I mean, again, these are, these are labels. I, I don't ever, I don't belong to a party. I assess every candidate individually. Um, do, does that ha- has that resulted in me voting Democrat just about every time? Yeah, because I just generally thought, oh, Bill Clinton, way better than George Bush, way better than Bob Dole. Uh, Al Gore, yeah, better than Bush, yep. Um, John Kerry, yes, better than Bush. Obama, better than McCain, yes, better than Romney, you know, just down the line. Trump, and it got easy. Trump, Hillary, Trump, anybody, you know. So, but, you know, I would, I always look. Uh, I will always shop around. I could have voted for, I, I, McCain, if he had like, the 2000 McCain, I think I could have voted for him. Why is that? He ran in 2000. Uh, he was, the things were just not as partisan. I mean, there are things he did that I loved that were very nonpartisan. The biggest one, a woman at a town hall, this is 2008, and just like your lady in the diner. And you remember this? It's a very famous tape, and he, she says, Obama. Barack Obama, he's an Arab. And I don't think he likes his country. And a lot of the politicians would just have gone along with that. And McCain said, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. He's a good American. We just, agree. We just disagree. That, you know, how, you know how Republicans get a hard-on for like when the Blue Angels fly overhead? I don't get a hard-on for that. That gives me a hard-on for this country. It's pretty impressive. A guy doing that. But, of course, you know, he had to run... By the time he got the nomination in 2008, the Republican Party was so batshit that he had to appoint that crazy lady from Alaska. (laughs) And that was a bridge too far. Would you ever have her on? Palin? You know, yes. It's short answer. It's a great question to make me think about because for a while, I think it was just a joke. It just became, oh, it's almost like making fun of a handicapped person. You know, I'm just not going to do it. She she's been she's she's been away from the public scene for long enough. Yeah. Like she's definitely not overexposed lately. I would like to catch up with 
Sarah, what Sarah Palin thinks about things. I think it would be very interesting and people would be very interested because <clears throat> you know you can't become that famous. Once your rocket achieves that level of the stratosphere, you're, you're famous forever. And people are always gonna be somewhat interested. And I'm interested because I haven't seen her. I, last thing I th think I saw her, she was, she was dating somebody. I think it, it was like that kind of, and it was somebody who you wouldn't think. I think it was a Democrat, I don't know. Is she your type? My type? Is she your type? An idiot, no. No, she's. Did you go on a date with? She like the you like somebody said you know her. she. She no. <laughs> First of all, that didn't, that date would be very. Please, Changs, I would set you up. <laughs> no, I wouldn't go on a date with her. Um, but she's an idiot. No, she's. I mean, I I can enjoy the company of a Republican. Lots of my friends are Republicans, and and they can be brilliant. But dating, I mean. You know, I, I say this in my act as a joke, but I think it's kind of true. I don't think I've ever fucked a Republican. How do you know that, though? Mm. Exactly. But it's kind of weird if you're like, all right, listen, before we get it on, are you Democrat or Republican? No, but I you just know? feel like they just, at least back in the day, they just had much more of a sort of um, conservative in uh, their personal life view of the world, like... I'm a virgin, or we don't have sex until we're married. You know, that kind of, those 90s Republicans were much more that moral majority kind of conservative. Did you so, ever think about getting married and having family, or no? Uh, I, well, that's, yes, I mean, but I feel like I was coerced by society. Uh, I feel like society makes you feel like that's what you should do. I mean, the one time I got engaged, I really didn't even know I got engaged, I just was desperate and I was losing her. And so I just like, I, I pushed that on the table like you put your wristwatch down on a poker game. You know, just like, what if I get, what if we get married? Will you stay with me then? Like, you know, I gotta go, I'm gonna all in the, I was 29. Okay, so you're in your 20s. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go all on in this hand. So I was engaged once, but never happened. And no, I must say I made a lot of stupid, decisions and mistakes in my life did not mature very fast. But the one smart thing I think I stuck with is that I would not have been happy being a husband and father. I, I, I think I always needed to be a, a lone wolf, which is why I object when you like say things like, what else is life for? It's like, I could show you. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure you, I bet you, you, when you first came to America, I bet you, you found Paradise, as far as like, come on, the women. First of all, you could see their face. Oh no, listen. Okay, I'm right, not, right I'm there, big advantage. In, what? No, no, no. Of course. I mean, I, I partied a lot, hardcore. You but did, of course. Well, yeah. Let's hear about uh, it. Uh, let's get into that. Partying? Are you yes. Kidding me? Like Where did it? you party hardcore? What do you consider all, hardcore? The greatest. What's the hardest I, thing you ever did? <laughs> what? Tell me. Thank you. What? Ever did. What's the hardest thing you ever did? So the greatest club I ever went to. So you want me to name the clubs I've been to? I'll name the clubs I've been to. No. So Panama City used to do okay. this club they had called Club of Elon, Spinnakers. I don't know if you've been to it or not. It was no. uh, one of the best parties they would put up. When Where is go this there. It's in Panama City. Absolutely Panama City. insane. Well, you were there in the military? Yeah, we'd go there and have a blast. I'll bet. But the best club. Oh, I'll bet. The best club was a club called Connections. It was in Nashville, Tennessee. It was a gay club. Oh. And we'd go there, and for whatever reason, strategically, it was fantastic because women sure. would go there, You're so gay. they don't want to be bothered. And, right. You know, so it was always filled with a lot of girls. 
They would go with their friends. I, I, the I knew clubs like that in, yeah. in L.A. Yeah. Gay. This was accidental. Yeah. My sergeant, the, the guy's like, hey, uh, let me take you to an underground club. I went in. I'm like, oh, my God. Beautiful women. We had a great time. Uh, no, I was going to Vegas when I lived here. Every other week I was in Vegas. I you, know, you know who would be good at building an underground club? Hamas. Hamas. <laughs> There you go, That's bro. Respect. Yeah, there we go. We're going to get You're you on the comedy page. You're getting very strategic, yet. Bill. No, I did. But for me, listen, eventually it got to a point in my life. By the way, you did uh, religiously, right? You did religious. that. I'm, religious. How long yeah. ago did you do that? It was a, That was, uh, we shot it. 20? It, we, it came out in 2008. Okay, so it's been now shit, 16 yeah, years since I you got know. Has anything... Believe about God changed in your life? God? Position-wise, for God. No. Uh, God himself is still the same place he was. Uh, and I'm, I think, in the same place. Your in real, engineer in, loves in you, in by real, the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty much in the same place in relation Nothing's to that. Nothing's changed. Well, what, what would you be like? You think I got religion in the last 16 years? No, no, like, you know, you know when you're by yourself and no one's around. Not, not with people yes, being around. I do. By yourself, you no don't. one's around. You have a family. I know exactly what that's like. <laughs> You're the one who yeah. can never sit on a toilet, <laughs> never can sit on a toilet seat that doesn't feel like ass. Okay. So yeah. you're alone by yourself. Yeah, you're, I'm alone. You know, wolf. whatever place you are by yeah. yourself. Do you ever sit there and say, you know, Bill, what if you're wrong? What if you're this? Do you go there at all or not at all? Of course not. It's so silly. You mean, what if I'm wrong? So what a great reason to be religious, just in case a uh, devil in hell is going to poke my ass with a pitchfork in mid, amid the burning flames yeah. if I'm wrong. I mean, what God would want you if that was your reason for doing it? Why can't we just be a good person for the sake of it? Um, and other than that, I think life is just about killing time till you die. Have a good time. Be a good person. Not in that order. Be a good person first, but you can manage both. I don't feel like I owe my life to anybody, but I do feel like I've been fortunate. Like, when I look at all the 8 billion people in the world, um, of all the lives I could have pulled, this was a pretty good one, you know? Um, there were things I would have liked. I should have been 6'2", but God fucked up. Um, so, <laughs> you know, basically, if I had to go back into the reincarnation bin and pull another life, I'd be scared to do it because, you know, I, I like this one. Um, even with the all the stuff that's been, you know, no life is not, doesn't have pain in it and things that you, mostly regrets of things, you know, I wish I did differently. I mean, I wish I had the brain I have now in my 29-year-old body because I wouldn't have gotten engaged that night because I knew that was, that certainly was not going to work. Um, but, uh but you're going to have more kids? You said you want more. I'd have 20 if I could. But what do you mean if you could? Your wife doesn't want My more. wife, same age as me. No, she's she's done. She, <laughs> yeah, she, she She's done she's more than her. No, she has. I mean. Totally, but, you know, we're. we're uh, why? Uh, because, like, when you have the kid, it's like. Uh, you, oh, you, man, I love kids. I can see. Yeah, I, I know. I, I, now, that's a very human thing. Yeah. And it's also a human thing not to. No, totally. Yeah. Okay. Oh, by the way, remember, this, this is not a. Uh, you know, I, I, the reason why I like to talk to people, maybe we have different views with this because it helps identify leaks in any argument that I may have that I haven't thought about. And you walk away, you're like, okay, interesting. That's his position. Right. Great. 
I don't have to disrespect you. I don't have to, no. you know, I can sit there and say, all right. Oh, so no. he thinks like that because of the life he's had and maybe the experiences. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, maybe he's choosing this. And by the way, you know, at one point, uh, uh, because like most Democrats, I'm a data-driven guy and I like data. You're a Democrat. No, no, because, you know, Democrats are all about data and stats because you said that earlier. They're very analytical. They like the data. And I like data. So I sat there and I well, said... I didn't exactly say that, but yes, they do like data more. What I said was they get into the details. Which is data. Details yeah, is... Uh, yeah, certainly yeah. D- data informs yeah. detail and is part of it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I sat there and I'm like, okay, all right, so data-wise, like the question I asked you earlier, I said, so why do you think more Democrats are teachers than, you know, their Republicans are? You made a very good point because most, you know, women, most teachers are women, right? Okay, great. And numbers came out on... And it's a caring industry. Totally. You know, and like nurses, of, right? Yeah. I agree. I totally nurses, agree with you. I, yeah. I, it's there a very are certain good point indi- you know, For sure. It's not for everybody. But no, there are certain industries that attract different... Yeah, but go ahead. You're right. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah. So then I sit there and I go and say, okay, you pull up data. What percentage of English teachers in high school vote Democrat versus Republican? 98 to 2. Money donation. Wow. Okay. How about health and science? 97 to 3. Yeah, that's not, that's not healthy. That's not healthy. That's not healthy. Well, watch I, this. Watch when it changes. I know. I understand. But I want to I kind of Also, do... Twitter, when they went through like the, the, when Elon Musk bought Twitter, I think 99% of Twitter employees were Democrat. That's not. Dude, that's insane. It is know? insane. That is and not that's healthy. most of Silicon Valley, but. Yeah, I so. understand. No, I'm. T- no, I, I, agree I appreciate with you. you saying that. That it, is not. We, but do you want to know what number changed? Here's and the part colleges. That changed. And colleges. 13 be, to 1 professors. Colleges would be this very similar. It's 13 like, to 1. Like, it is not healthy when there are places where you would feel completely socially ostracized if you expressed the slightest variant of a point. I, I agree. And yeah. this is one of my biggest complaints with the left is the hypocrisy of being all about diversity, everything is diversity, diver- except of thought. You know, as long as the black guy, the white guy, the Hispanic guy, the Jewish guy, and the uh, Pacific Islander guy all think alike, we have diversity. Well, you have a superficial diversity, you have a kind of diversity that's also important, yeah. but you don't have the you don't really have diversity. So, yeah, that, that is a problem in our society. And I'm sure, you know, I'm sure there are things on the other side, too. I mean, I don't think rodeos are probably 50-50. I think there's probably 98% Trump voters who are fucking... They're not, but they're not impacting and I'm, impacting I belief I'm, I'm and not, thoughts I'm, and philosophy. You're just going for entertainment. Right? Yes, I was joking. So it's, it's, it's more entertainment. But, it. but you know which one was the only one? What teachers voted more Republican Democrat? Math. Who? Math. Math. Math was 87 to 13. Voted Republican? 87 money went to Dems, 13 oh. to Republican. But still, 13 goes from 98%, yeah. 97%. So so then it goes to math. Wow. So then you go think about- See, what, even what, the math teachers got indoctrinated. Even the math teachers got indoctrinated. But it's kind of true. Well, it's just that that's, that's like the way Hollywood is. Like, like you know, the- the, the people here, just, it's like there is a one opinion that is allowed about almost anything. Yeah. And it's very strictly enforced. Um, I know I color outside the lines and like there's a, 
good part of this town that's like, that is not allowed. And it's like, I don't give a fuck, but you know, I know that's how they feel. Um, yeah. Hey, listen, I gotta go back to my day job. Yeah. Uh, this is really a lot of fun. I'm really glad I got to know you a little bit. Uh, I know you're gonna do great things because you're a go-getter. Look where you got already. All the way from war-torn Tehran, was it? All the way to hundreds of millions of dollars. Pretty good journey, huh? What a country. The best. Okay, we can the agree best. on that. Thank you. Club. Yes. Oh, look at you, you're big. You're like Reacher. <laughs> Are you watching Reacher? Am I watching Reacher? I'm not. Oh, you have Are to. Are you? Yes. Club.